I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following... The following... Is a journey into comics. Journey into comics. A journey into comics. A journey into comics. Journey into comics. Journey into comics. Network. 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 Production. Production. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Crucial Tunes. I'm your host, Chris, with my other host, Larry. Say, hey, Larry. What up? Oh, he didn't say it this time. I do it every time. Fuck that. I'm on that new shit. <laughs> All right. With us today, uh, we have our homies from Stolaway, uh, local, I guess, what do you, what do you call yourselves? Melodic Hardcore? Like, yeah, Metalcore, Melodic Hardcore, okay. whatever you want to call it. Lean into the white. Tight shit. That's what you yeah. call them. Uh, this is Mill and Steve, guitarist and singer from Stolaway, uh, brothers. Yeah. Um, I guess, I, I don't know if we're going to talk, I, I don't know what you guys want to talk about today. You, 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 so we, we covered this a little bit before we started the show. Uh, you guys have a release coming out. Yeah, um, so we have uh, on Spotify, we have a single for Falling Through Space, and then there's a, a re-recorded old song, Leech, on there. So there's tape coming out of that single. Um, it's UK and Europe first, and then we should get a US release uh, a little bit later. So by the time this comes out, it'll probably already be online. And Falling Through Space, that's uh, that's the clip that I'm dropping in at the beginning of the episode. So that's what you guys have heard uh, at the beginning. And then if you stick around to the end of the episode, I'll play the full track. I think the first time we played that live, wasn't it with them when we played a show with them? Was that the first time we played it? Was that, the before, show? Was that before South Bend? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so the first time we ever played that song live was at that show we played with you guys. Oh, at the Low Legion? At the, no, at the, Which one? Uh, the Moose. Oh, at the Moose? Oh, the Moose okay. show. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was cool. That was cool. It would have been a lot cooler if there was a bigger crowd, but, I mean, it was we, uh, a we Moose was club. We were, like opening, <laughs> we were, like, opening the uh, sets with that breakdown for a while, and then yeah. we were like, fuck it, let's just, like, play the song. And uh, it's, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, it's such a short song, so you don't think it's hard to play, but then I always mess up the lead. Oh, sure. It's on our That's bingo, how it always goes. It's on our bingo sheet every show. We have a bingo sheet. I've, I've seen the bingo sheet you posted on Facebook, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much to entertain myself while I have to sit there. And, I mean, like, if we play with you guys and, like, Low Country and, like, I don't know, Spineless, like, all, whatever, it's fun. But, like, if I'm playing a show and, you know, sometimes it's like you're out of town so you get there early and then there's no right. bands to watch, so you got to entertain yourself before there's... So for anybody that's not familiar, there's bingo sheets that you do. It's like local band bingo. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's the things that you see at a typical local show, uh, things that go wrong on a set, or like, you know, some some things will be like a, a uh, 
Line six spider amp or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've never played a show with someone with a spider. Oh, I have. I mean, I have when I was like fourteen. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say it's probably been a few. I haven't years been now. Uh, well, that's um, because you guys have been playing like shows with like us and like Low Country and whoever. But people like, that care about their gear. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, but like, uh, have played with plenty of bands who you know, and then they they don't they scoop their mids out and you can't hear them in the back of the room. Scoop so, the mids. Yeah, like, you know, they're Aren't you all about that? Yeah. Uh, any any metalhead is is about scooping mids. I like metal. There was actually uh, a, you're about scooping mids. A retroactive sheet from the Franklin House show someone made. Like a, a bingo sheet. Yeah, like oh. just it was just all the, all the shit that happened that night. It was fr- friend of the band uh, Nina taught it. She she made it after the show. I would so love for, to see that for anybody that's uh, that's not from the local area. Uh, the Franklin House show. Uh, was uh, it was so actually high. it was low country the the guys Coach. that we had the guys that Coach. we had on a, rec- a recent episode uh, low country I think we even teased the show um, it was their EP release show uh, things oh. things got a little wild during uh, Stolaway's set but not during our set you bunch of boring shits uh, you know we're not that kind of band I guess but I mean, we got breakdowns look, yeah. you know what though like it's funny like we've played. I don't know, 30-some-odd shows, right? Like, local shows and, like, local and, like, in the surrounding states. Like, we're not touring band or anything. Is that pretty terrible? So we played in front of people, different people for years, and, like, a lot of times we'll play and people just kind of stand with their arms crossed and watch. And then after the set, they'll buy merch and buy CDs. Like, yo, that was sick, but they, like, don't move. And then when they do move, it's just like I have to stop playing the same song four times because they won't stop fighting. So it's like, can you please pick, like, something in the (laughs) middle? Kind of like a halls. So... During Stolaway's set, and actually, this this is uh, the funny part about it is it, it was basically uh, our bassist Jack that kind of started the whole thing. He wasn't. I wouldn't say he was the instigator. No, he was just drunk and obnoxious. But he was he was very drunk, uh-huh. being obnoxious, uh, moshing. He likes to mosh during Stolaway. That's he's he's said. Respect. Jack has said that you guys are his absolute weakness. Like he, he oh, can't man. control himself when you guys are playing. Yeah, the, so the first time we played with you guys, he like uh, I think we were playing. It was actually the same song, and he like. Kind of went up to shove me and like almost knocked me on my ass. Yeah, that's, that's that. Oh, sorry, he, man. he gets he gets a little rowdy when <laughs> no, he's drunk cool. and, I mean, and uh, he has a good time. But some as, yeah. somebody at the show didn't appreciate how much of a good time he was having because he bumped into him a couple times and, and shit just then it just yeah. like it all just snowballed from there and well, yeah, I, but then, I think like seven people got thrown out like yeah. right right after well, that. I gave, it, was, I gave, it was nuts. I don't want to dwell on this too much because it's like we don't want to like highlight like hey like you know people fought right but uh all i remember was uh i pulled up one of our friends who like always like checks us out when we play live he like knew the words and that's insane to me so like i just remember like signaling them to come up and i gave him the mic and i like kneel by the kick drum when i'm not singing at all so and i turn around and i just see him getting pulled off by his shirt yeah like, oh, oh god it, it went out of control so fast and and here's the thing like it was it's just a, all a big misunderstanding too I, I don't think anybody was really mad at anybody it just kind of you know when alcohol's involved tempers yeah. get flared a little bit and you know what the funniest thing about the whole whole night is i'm not going to say on here where i work but um i started a new a job recently and i work with someone who's in another band and a bunch of people from where we work came to that show and that was the first time they saw me in like a social setting <laughs> and i don't go to work and talk like i don't like they'll ask me about myself and i'll say stuff but i don't like 
you know, I don't go to work. I'm like, oh, I, I play this band and I'm into fucking shit from 1999 and I like <laughs> breakdowns. Like, I just go whatever. And so they're just coming like to, oh, yeah, I play. They probably think we sound like, you know. I don't know some rock know. band, and then they come in like all week at work. You start fights, and I'm just like, uh, yeah. So if you uh, if if we're in that environment ever again, don't don't do it, please. Yeah, no no more fighting at the local show. It's stupid anyway. That's why we can't play in Crown Point. Yeah, that's that's why a lot of venues in this area got shut down is because people can't they can't handle moshing. Well, it turns it, to fighting and, and people, turns to property damage yeah, and, and liability and, yeah. and insurance problems and and that's the crazy thing is like we we want to we're going to track a new record this summer and we wanted to do like a CD release show but it's like we don't always want to play in a bar like franklin house is sick yeah and it's all our friends and don't get me wrong but like there are kids who are like 16 17 18 19 you know getting into yeah. like i want to encourage i'm sorry go keep going keep going I want to encourage uh, kids that are getting into playing local music or like coming to shows to do it because it's no, not sure. it's not as big of a thing. Like when I was in high school, everyone was well, in a fucking band. Yeah, everyone. Well, like all right, like for me, like I went to Crown Point and you hung out with your friends by going home after school and having a band, and right? You, and you sucked. Like it was sure. bad, but that's what you did. You know what I mean? Like, and we all hung out and watch music videos and listen to whatever and start bands that sucked and that was fun and now I, when I see kids who are like high school age and they want to come to the shows and they're stoked and they're like I don't you know like I don't want to be like yeah I want people to come to our show because I want them to watch us and have, have you know make money and stuff I want them to come so they want to start bands because like at the end keep of the, the scene, keep the scene going yeah like when you guys were doing the podcast about the local scenes like to me like how much fun is that to be involved and be able it to talk it, yeah it and it's so still and it's still fun it's just, it's not like it used to be. It's it's sad that I can count with, uh, maybe not one hand, but I can count on two hands the amount of local bands we have active in the scene right now. Right, like actually active. Yeah. Like making music. Yeah, like. exactly. When back in the day, like the, the, the local scene, the time that we were talking about in that local scene episode, there were, you know, dozens. Oh, yeah. You know, well, and all different styles, and it's like... I don't know. It's it's just it's a shell of what it was before. You know, and it's like, it, it, like I said, I want to get a venue that's all ages. So mm-hmm. you know, like I don't care if, if people want to have a beer or whatever. That's fine. But like, it's not really about not having alcohol. It's more about including people who are younger, right? Because yeah. that's like how the scene stays alive. Like you don't look. I'm I'm going to be 27 this year. You guys are already over 30. Yeah. There's people. You know, you don't have to convince us to like music, right? Like. That's I'm, I'm, you know we're we. Oh, Jesus By the way, I I apologize for all the dog noise. Uh, my base, my basement, <laughs> my basement flooded today, so we're recording in my kitchen. So that's that's Steve why it's like three holes. It's, yeah, I'm just, I'm just warming up. DMX cover set. It's so it's so echoey in here, and the dogs are right next to us. So I I apologize. I guess I should have said that at the top of the episode, but now we're ten minutes in and we're dealing with it. So who cares? Um, but yeah, here. it is what it is. But yeah, it it is. Everyone uh, fucks with dogs. It, it audibly too. I do think an all ages venue, or not just one. There there needs to be more than one all ages venue to keep a good but scene. In that same breath, when there's that all ages venue and we go hang out there, we're fucking weirdos. Well, well that's the other side of the coin because we're getting to the age where it's not cool for us to be playing shows with high school kids anymore. 
Maybe, no, but not even close. Maybe, <laughs> so. but but here's the thing, like. I don't even give a shit about an actual venue. Like I like playing in a VFW hall. Oh, like, I do with too. The lights, VFW yeah. and Legion shows are my like, favorite with, shows. With the lights on on the floor. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like To me, it's like, don't get me wrong. It's cool when you go see a sick band on there on tour and they're creating that atmosphere mm-hmm. and like you're like, yeah, like this is the sickest. But like for me, it's like I don't need that. Like mm-hmm. I have gear and my friends and we're going to set up wherever we can play. We can play on a floor in a bright ass room. Yeah. One of, one, of the best, one of the best shows I ever played in my life was at the Knights of Columbus Hall in Cedar Lake. Mm, the, co- it just, the cock. It, yeah. It was, <laughs> Dude. It was that, that venue was where it was at. That for, was my for favorite me, venue that's, yeah, of all the time. Best. Oh. And I think I even said that in, the, in that episode. We talk about this in every episode. episode. I know. One of my favorite <laughs> shows... And it wasn't like a. It wasn't because of the show. It was just because I remember like a memory is when I started going to local shows. Asteria was the band, right? Yeah. I was like in the eighth grade when I think they went to New York to record their CD. So I was like getting into getting into going to local shows, and we're like, oh my god, this band from our city went and did a record in New York and whatever. And. They, whenever they would do shows, like I live by the Four Seasons, so those shows were always packed. Oh my god, and the then, clubhouse! Yeah, oh, clubhouse. Day, dude. Um, and then like the um, the gym RDS. in town. RDS, yeah, well, RDS and uh, and uh, on the square, on the square. Oh, oh my and god! Then, you know, so dude. those those were always like lit, right? Oh, but I played at one of those, one of the three of those every weekend from like 2005 to 2007. But for me, my favorite show, like memory, is they played at the uh, Fine Arts Building. Uh, on the uh, with the graduate and Caraway, it wasn't that show, but I remember that show because I got. Yeah, that was at the Hall of Justice. Yeah, that was Hall of Justice because fuck, because I got. Show was I, amazing. I, uh, I, love the I remember the graduate, like their tall ass bass player was hanging out, and then I got a Caraway shirt at that show. That show was sick. You had a picture on Facebook. You were wearing a Caraway yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, holy, you know Caraway? Yeah, is? yeah. I was a little. You're not even from here. I was a little Caraway ass. Just I was, like Caraway I was a little ass kid going to those shows, but um, the Fine Arts Building uh, in the fairgrounds, right? And it was like, oh yeah, it was like a Friday or Saturday night. I played a so, show in the stereo in the fine arts building, and, and there was nobody there because, in my, like, in town, like there might have been a football game or something. Mm-hmm. And because remember, those types of kids did both back then. They went to the shows and they went to the game. It wasn't like a, as right. much of a in for a stereo shows. They drew. And I'm at the show. There's nobody there. They play with two touring bands and them. The lights are on and they were awesome. And I just remember being like, yeah, like this is like I want to do this. And I think. Like, when you go see, like, your favorite band, and, like, you're like, yeah, I want to do this. But when you see people from your town, and they're doing it, and they're awesome, it feels more attainable. Absolutely. It feels more real. And, like, for me, like, that's, like, I always talk about, like, my favorite bands and, like, why I wanted to be in music, you know, inspired by these bands. But I think going to local shows is the real reason I was, like, actually, I'm going to do this. For sure. You know? And, like, we've all been in a bunch of bands and because of that since then. So, on that, on that... No, uh, tell us a little bit about how Stolaway started. Stolaway started kind of as a joke, um, not like a joke, like to be funny, but like not serious at all. Um, so we started in 2013, technically, and our so, that dog yeah, my thirsty ass dog. <laughs> so that's we, still uh, Steve. There, yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> he just opened the bottle of gin. Yeah, and yeah. His, his <laughs> weird tongue slapping some liquid. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm licking the bottle of gin. So, this is a bowl of gin. Like, um, I'm doing motions. You can't see them because, you know. I was, uh, I, I was in a bunch. Yeah, that'd be sick, actually. I was in a bunch of bands uh, before that, like um, Set Sail and like Fast Food Kids and like some of those bands from the area. 
But uh, I, at the time, I didn't have a band, and I kept trying to jam with friends. And you know, people are kind of like you know, you jam with people, and they're they're good musicians, but they're just not into it. And yeah. Like oh that. yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And my buddy Kyle Rod, I don't know if you guys know Kyle. He jams with he used to jam with Darren a lot. He's a good drummer. Um, he hit me up one day. He records, and uh, he was just like, "Hey man, like I got some new gear. I want to record. Will you come over and, and play on it? Because I, I I'll do the drums, but I need someone to bring some songs." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." So I played like a cheesy like hardcore song that I wrote, and like it was like, "Oh, this is cool. Let's do like an EP." So then I write two more, okay, and then I wrote like, the, he's like, "Let's do four. And I wrote like a fourth one that was more melodic hardcore, like kind of like what we do now, and. I used to need someone to sing. I'm not really a good screamer. So I'm like, hey, Steve, he kind of can scream. He's into that. He's never sang or been in a band. I'm like, you want to come uh, over and sing on these? And he he did. And The uh, the only prior experience was um, at Crown Point Foodstock 2013. He, he had a little ensemble band with him and uh, people he was in bands with before. And they covered Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. And I, I did the... Uh, the chorus like the the rally around the family like the yelling yeah and someone else did the rapping parts and actually forgot all the lyrics <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, yeah but i just i was just like yeah i'll i'll give it a shot like you know at that point i was 17 and i would just stay at home and like watch live sets on youtube of bands that i looked up to so i was like i'll just give it a shot and uh my one flex ever for being on stage was uh when i when i did it like it was cool but then like um, one of my friend's girlfriends was like, I thought you were going to go up there and just totally embarrass yourself, but you were actually really good. And I was just like, that was kind of... That's pretty sick. Yeah, man. I was like, that's like, you know... Although, for, at the same time, that's like, that's a two-sided compliment because it's like... Oh, yeah, she also told me I wasn't going into college and I have a degree oh. and I'm in a band now, so... Uh, so Hi, how you doing? Yeah. Hold <laughs> out drags, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah. well, that's my one time I'll be a dick, I promise. You, you, but no, you know, right. did you nail uh, that? Um, but yeah, I, that went in, I went in and just uh, yelled on, on some songs. and. So we have a, like a demo that yeah. like you can't, you can find it online, but it's not like on Spotify because it's not like, we don't play them. The song Expendable, it's on uh, one of our EPs, that's on there and we retract it, but like it's not like a serious demo. It's like, not like... It's us trying to be jokey, like, let's write a Trapped Under Ice song, and then, like, let's write a fucking Every Time I Die. Like, it's not, it's us just, like, having fun in a basement. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then the, sure. lyric, the lyrics aren't really reflective of, like, what we are now. They're, like, very straightforward, except for that one, which I, like, wrote in a notebook and just happened to fit, like, I got lucky. And then I, like, looked at my more, uh, I guess ambiguous metaphoric so, stuff and we were just like hey let's well yeah it's this. funny like so for me i started playing in bands uh when i was like 13 or 14 and then you know i'm like at this point i guess 20 21 and i'm like oh like seven years later my little brother can sing what's now i have a bandmate yeah know? right so we tried so we started our band but what was crazy is we could never find people to be in our band so oh we, sure. So I've we been, started. Yeah, our that's band. always the problem. Our our first release that demo came out uh, August of like thirteen, and our first show was in June of sixteen, and we released three EPs like in that span. So like me and him would keep going in and tracking and writing music, but we wouldn't have people to play with us. Like we would have people come jam and they wouldn't work out or we couldn't you know stuff like that. So at this point, uh, how many how many official stole away releases do you have? Okay, so. If you go on Spotify, there's a CD. It's called The Monument to My Sins. Right. That's a compilation. 
Okay. So okay. there's three EPs on there, and that kind of was weird. We had um, a label from the UK who's just like a little DIY, like really cool, like hardcore label. They're called Mark My Words Records. Um, somebody from the band we're really big fans of called Renounced. They like found that and they sent it to the guy who's their buddy. Uh, his name's Patrick, and he messaged me and he's like, "Yo, like I like your band. I'd like to put out a CD. Like that's kind of like what I do with my label, and like I don't have any US bands." I was like, "All right, cool." So we. Um, he wanted to do all the EPs and just do like a new artwork for it all and stuff. So it's like newest to oldest, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But there's three EPs there, and then there's a demo, and then there's some singles on Spotify. And those singles will probably get reworked into our record. So okay. So there's like really we have three three EPs, one demo, and then I guess three singles. Okay, and you. So your most recent release was uh, last year, correct? When uh, you, yeah, when you, you released Falling uh, Through Space Falling in through October. Space. <clears throat> I fucking love that song. Yeah. Thanks. You know what's funny? Know. That was one of those songs where like I got new gear and then I plugged it in. I was like, "New gear day! I'm inspired." And I wrote it in like five minutes. I've done that. Like For I got sure. yeah, I, I bought that. a head and it came and I was like, "This is sick!" I gotta fucking write something. What head was it? The fifty one fifty three that I play. It's it's just like one of those things where you get stoked on you know a new piece of gear, new tuning, whatever it is, and you're just like sure. sick. So yeah, that worked out well. So you said. How did you get connected with this place in the UK? The, the so well, real quick. Uh, the guy who ended up showing him to the record, like he said, he played guitar in a band called Renounce. He's no longer in the band, but uh, named Sam Knight. Uh, I bought a shirt off of Renounce Big Cartel, and he was actually the one who mailed it to me. Okay. And then like I like messaged him like, hey, like thanks, like huge fan <clears> and all that. And uh, I think because of that, maybe. They might have found like the Bandcamp link in my Twitter or something. Oh no I don't, shit! I don't know how the hell like Sam's like really into like looking for new music though, yeah. and I think we all kind of come from that when the internet was like MySpace and you can yeah. find music. So yeah. he goes on and he like I mean he talks to me yeah. online and like we're buddies and he sends me bands to check out and it's like a Bandcamp link and I'm like oh, yeah cool. it, it was just the insane thing that happened. We're really thankful for it. But... So the the fact that this UK label showed interest actually totally makes sense to me because i i think i i've talked to you about this before uh the the first time i heard you guys i thought you sounded real similar uh like style style wise to this uh band called heights which i'm sure you probably still haven't looked up heights yet have you uh no you they're, told me to check it out yeah they're they're song. like they're uk i only listen to john mayer anymore so <laughs> no, they're, they're uk melodic john hardcore. mayer fucking rips dude but, i give a fuck who knows it but fine. your your sound has it's very reflective of that uk <laughs> melodic <laughs> hardcore sound yeah. you know you know what like we like vacant home style even we're, now. We're i don't know if you're in vacant, vacant home. home so much did we play with Y'all play with Vacant Home, they're from Australia, I think. No, no, hell no, no. I'm th- we so, are, they, are they from Australia? They're I was from, thinking they were from UK. I heard Heights, and I thought Endless Heights for a minute, but they're like an emo rock band. I, oh, okay. I think, though. like, our style for me is weird because, like, I love, like, melodic, hardcore, metalcore, like, whatever. Like, I love Misery Signals, yeah. Poison the Well, It Dies Today, like, old, like, Trust, Kill, and Ferret I stuff. Saw, I saw Misery Signals, like, last year, and it was, was yeah, fucking they were probably, insane. They were probably dude. the sickest thing was ever. It, it was the, insane. Was it that... Festival in, in Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I wanted to go Dude, so, so bad. With Dead Hands Rising, my all-time favorite band. and <laughs> Podcast regular. <laughs> when I, when I, <laughs> Seriously. Every episode we've ever recorded, what, you just talk there's about gonna it. There's going to be a Patreon. I love with Dead Hands Rising. There's going to be a Patreon episode where you have to donate money just to hear Chris talk about them like for like an hour by, by himself. Well, we can, we can wax poetic about 
that era of metalcore, but I'm just gonna put it out there now. And it's like, if you know me, you know this, but like, I'm the totally derivative of counterparts, and like, That's... I only know Ms. Sig's Poison the Wall because of like them being like, hey, this is who we're influenced oh, sure. by. So yeah. like, my favorite band and the bands that were in, or they were influenced by, it's like. I get it now. Yeah. Like, I, I have, like, a, like, I mean, I'm the person in the band who's written all the music, and so, like, I think, like, and you guys will be able to pick this out, probably more so Larry, because I come from, like, pop punk and punk rock, mm. so it's, like, for me, like, when you brought up Bad Religion, like, Grey Race, I'm like, yes, absolutely, oh, 100%, or, like, Lagwagon, or fucking, like, I mean, oh. my favorite band of all time is Blink-182, and I love Newfound Glory, and whatever, but then, like, when I started getting into bands that weren't just, like, punk rock and pop punk, it was, like, Silverstein, and then fucking, like, fucking Parkway Drive, and then, yeah. you know, so I'm so all over the place with, like, as long as it's, like, aggressive and big and fast and melodic then i'm mm-hmm. like yes i love that you guys can get as aggressive and heavy like and you guys can get insanely heavy but it's always very musical and very melodic i appreciate it all the time it's incredibly <laughs> musical you. but incredibly heavy i i think like i i come from like see like i come from this weird place where i never even though i grew up in crown point in the era that i did i i don't like deathcore you know, like and the, the era that you grew up in Crown Point, it was no, it was, it was, it was made of deathcore. Okay, so like I don't like it like, was made of deathcore. I like gym shorts. Yeah, well, I like gym. I like mosh shorts. Guys are jump roping in the in the pit. Like okay, or, or Did that, that happen? Like let me not real jump. That was like how, that, that was oh, that pretend was jump roping. Yeah, that was like real jump roping. Oh man, that's yeah. fucking dangerous. That's tight. Yeah, or the, <laughs> you know the jogging in place. That was a big well, deathcore yeah, thing. That's all jump rope. I like um now it's the half kick. I like like impending. Doom, like old impending doom. doom, and like I like shit. the first couple of Muir releases. That's more metalcore when they're like younger. Do I like any deathcore? You'd know this. No, but like to no, me, no. so like I think, I, I think for me, it's like a lot of that stuff. When yeah. I was getting like into, when I was getting into new music, like and not listening to like whatever your parents like listen to. You know, when you're like a kid, my mom loves deathcore. Yeah, right? <laughs> my mom has uh, uh, impending doom on her iPod because of Steve buying it on yeah, her iTunes. Yeah, I, I bought I bought baptized in filth and we shared <laughs> when, when we shared it uh, an iTunes account. And like, was she, she was like going crazy. I'm like, no, it's cool, mom. It's Christian, and she's just like, oh, okay. I just think it's cool that your mom has an iPod. Yeah, yeah. No, like <laughs> it's, it's all like Serbian torrent music, no, and then and then it'll be anymore. like like uh, fucking like yeah like. What's the one song? Angry Letters to God. So, but yeah. So, like, for me, I, I think, like, when I was getting into new music and, like, getting into my own music, I was also learning how to play guitar. And a lot of, like, deathcore and stuff, when you're, um, when you're younger, it's hard to follow musically. Like, yeah. if you don't, like, when you're learning how to play. Those, yeah, those dissonant chords are... And just like, like chug patterns and stuff. Yeah. So for me, like getting into heavier music, I always like stuff like like the first Parkway Drive record. So like melodic, but then mm-hmm. it's so heavy. Or like, I love for those who have heart, my day to remember. Like that's my favorite day to Dude, remember CD. The it, most, it's all over. Like, Stole away. The thing I'm so ashamed of about anything about what I listen to musically is how much I like a day to remember. It is so hard to say it out loud. You know what? It's but like God it shouldn't it. be though. You know it what? Shouldn't be. A great band. It really I, shouldn't there's be. a there's a reason why they're as big as they are. The it's reason because it's they're hard. Good. They are fucking huge. I went to see them at UIC last year with like nice. ten thousand people, and the only thing that I didn't like was their fans. Yeah, they were sick. No, they're, yeah. they're but again, it just it's just testament to how. Like how how much they do deserve where they need to be is that the fact that it's like. 
I, this is like a shitty internet thing to say. It's like you know, it's like people who call it a concert, not a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true though. Let, yeah. It's a very valid thing. Let me say this though. Like, I don't mean to call out kids like fuck their fans. That sounds shitty. But what I mean is like, no, you can. See it's that. really sick that a day to remember probably got so many people to go to their first show of like a guitar band, right? Yeah. That wasn't like you know. And, and these are probably kids who haven't even ever gone to like Warp Tour, right? I mean, that's how broad their audience is. Right. But the problem. They cover everything. But the problem I have with it, it's nothing to do with the band. It's just the fact that a lot of people don't take away of like, oh well, I like a day to remember. Maybe I should check out these bands and then right. get. It's just like no, I'm only gonna go when a day to remember comes, and I like don't care. And it's like I think that like this kind of internet mindset has sunken into where it's like, when I was growing up. There was the internet, but you used it to look for bands, and it was sick. It oh, was yeah. like MySpace. Like you'd sit on MySpace, and you'd find all these bands, and you see who's in who's top eight, and then you, yep. oh, who are they on tour with? And then, like when I'd go to those shows, like, we were talking about that Asteria Graduate Caraway show. When I'd go to those shows, I'd buy CDs. That's for sure. I, I I don't I can't remember if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I feel like. You know, just just the accessibility of how much music you have access to now has also ruined local yeah. shows. Because yeah. back when I was going to local shows, you know, it was like, so you, you could find them on MySpace or whatever, and maybe they'd have a track or two on online. You couldn't listen to the whole discography. You, you could, yeah, exactly. You couldn't get all their music. You had to go to a show and get their CDs or get their demo tapes or whatever, or... Or just go to the show and hear them because sometimes that was the only way you could hear them. Maybe they'd have a live track on, yeah. on MySpace or something. And you're like, like, oh man, that's it sounds like shit, but yeah. you're like, this band sounds like they could be really good. So you For go sure. and check yeah, them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it's, it's a double edged sword though because uh, a lot of my weekends in high school, instead of like, there wasn't really much of a local scene when I was in high school, but like, I remember fondly of like weekends on my junior year, I would just be like binging on like, blog spots and band camps right. just finding bands who were like decently big now like i remember finding uh like the first being as an ocean music video and they're like like a pretty decent yeah hey, they're now. huge now I, yeah. I think yeah to add to your point about and i'm sorry if we're getting off topic oh right no here, no there, there um, is no topic to about, we go about wherever, like uh we go wherever we, we need to go my band. um no, fucking fun. uh like talking about like sees like you couldn't go on someone's not just MySpace, there wasn't anywhere to like listen to that. Even yeah. before iTunes, right? Yeah, there was like so, hardcoremp3.com and mp 3com was the shit but, like 2001 so, and shit. So my my co- my cousin that. I have an older cousin uh, a cousin who's a little bit older than me, Kim, and she she's a guitar player too, and she got me into like music and playing guitar a little bit more, right? Mm. So like she showed me a Mark Tom and Travis show when that came out and I was like eight and my life was over. Yeah. So I wish we, that Blink could put on a show live that sounds like that record. Well, yeah. Who do, I mean? Because that, that's the best that's, live recording. That's the reason ever. I wanted and to. That is the worst show you've ever seen. But well, <laughs> but to, to my point, so me and her, we would buy CDs or burn CDs from people at school, and then every week at church, we would trade CDs. Oh, that's and like, hell yeah! And it was that's like, sick. like, and it was <laughs> like, trading. yeah. But no, seriously, and like, it's funny because like we're sitting there in like church. But, like, we're trading, like, fucking, you know, just the most rad music. Like, and it was first, like, you know, Blink and Green Day and, like, the first All-American Rejects CD when that came out. She it's had like, the first. That's a great album. She, yeah. She had the first, like, when My Chem first came out. And I'm not really a My Chem fan, but when they first came out, uh, Fall, Fall Out Boy, like, old Fall Out Boy, sickest shit ever. Oh, the first two Fall Out Boy yeah. albums? Are yeah. I can't fuck perfect. with Fall Out Boy anymore. Um, that place in my heart now goes to Jimmy Eat World, but. Um, that's another podcast that me and Larry could probably talk about <laughs> yeah, for two real, hours. Real quick, so 
true. <laughs> Before it gets too too down the line to where it's no longer relevant in the conversation, uh, <laughs> going back, uh, no, it's too, late. My, too late, yeah, no, it's too late, too late. I'm, 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 I'm cut off. No, I'm not even talking about our band. Uh, going back to a day to remember, uh, I'm. You have to understand that they're still the perfect gateway band, and they were the gateway band for me because. They really are. Because they are. First for me, it was Killswitch Engage because. Oh my god! Killswitch is it was, another it was, perfect gateway It was because it, well, it was because it was CM Punk's theme song when I was watching wrestling when I was a kid. But uh, was it really? Yeah, yeah, oh. no, them and Rise Against, and I got them both from WWE, I which is a, Rise Against, which too. is a really well, weird. Source. That's such old a weird, Rise such a weird place to like find your music, and like now everyone fucks with wrestling, and I don't, but whatever. <laughs> What's the <laughs> correlation with hardcore music and wrestling? I don't know. ECW, I guess. But but uh, real quick. Um, a Day to Remember was a gateway band for me in 2009, and they're a gateway band now, so respect. And when I got a bass, I learned a bunch of A Day to Remember songs first, so yeah. they're... That's, they, that's a real good point. That's a really good point. Gotta, Fantastic look gateway at band. A Day to Remember, the reason they're so good is because they love, like, Seven Star, but then they love Finch. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I fucking love both yeah, of those the, bands yeah. so much. Well, the first, like, the what Finch... That's why I'm in a band that sounds yeah. like A Day to Remember. What it is to burn <laughs> is, like, so if you, like... If you get deep enough Dude, into Stolaway, so you'll hear Finch ripoffs. Like yeah. I love what it is to burn so much. The record after I don't give a fuck. Well, after that, I, I pretend Finch didn't they died. exist anymore. Yeah, they they went where Fall Out Boy went. Uh, <laughs> Frank prefers "Say Hello to Sunshine" over what it yeah, is to burn. Yeah, Frank, well, Frank he also, also he also prefers the current will carry us for counterparts albums and. They've blown that out of the water three and times And he pays already. his banger nails. We love you, Frank. <laughs> Yo, Frank, uh... Frank, there's some girl at, at work, and, and, like, she asked me about Frank, and I said something about Frank, and, like, oh, I'm gonna go, like, over and help him out. And she goes, oh, is that that goth guy? The goth guy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so I'm like, Frank, yeah. you're goth I mean, like, guy. he wears, like, head-to-toe, long-ass, like, long black, ass tight black dresses. Long-ass With, ass like, tea. makeup and, like... I mean, I would, Respect. In a, in a nutshell, I would say Frank is goth. We love him, Frank. Yeah. yeah, please, please sing on our record. Yeah, no, Frank. Frank's, Frank's my I fucking. Frank. I talk Frank I, every day. I love Frank. I'm just saying, like, I thought that was funny to hear somebody who I don't want to say like normie, but that's basically you well, know, sure. like, like normie, like be like, oh, is that the goth guy? And I'm just like, because to me, I think of Frank and I think of Low Country and I think of Every Time I Die and then I think of Hardcore and fucking Hellfest 2000 and then I think of fucking uh, Trustco Records and then I go down a fucking ADD rabbit hole. Dude, Whoa, those... you were at that? Nope. <laughs> I didn't say, what the hell? Dude, we those were... Hellfest DVDs were, we were where it was at. We were just watching the 2001 uh, Hellfest. and um, I wanted to, though. I do this yeah, thing. So, like, those were so You guys have seen us enough to know where it's like, I, you know, like, we were talking about doing, not doing the whole atmosphere thing with, like, playing with the house lights on, but I'm just... You know, if you if you're a lyricist in a metalcore band, you're just you're extra and dramatic. So like, I'll do the thing oh, sure. where I'll scream without the microphone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I and the singer from Poison the Well did it, and I'm just like, well, it all it all makes sense now. Yo, <laughs> speaking of the internet and like Hellfest DVDs, because like that's where I was able to watch them yeah. later. Yeah, it is cool that people are starting to upload shit that's never been seen now. Like, there's just one a mid six video just went up from 2002 in a basement house show, and oh, they're no and they're shit. like, sorry, we missed the show. We got there was a big car accident, so we missed the actual show. Hopefully, the police don't come shut us down. And it's like yeah. someone with a VHS recorder, and half the set is like seven A seven P songs. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's their extra it's, sick. It's their it's their self titled EP and then Seven Angel Seven Blake song. I love Seven Angel. Yeah, y'all well, are the fucking cool. Se- yeah, so Seven A Seven P is like another band that we like kind of jock and like we love like Matt Mixon and all his shit going on too. So like 
we're, we're like those weird guys who like work older than the kids coming to shows, but we're young enough to where we missed out on that shit when it was going on. We were there. But we like dug it up anyway. I don't, I don't think we were. I can't flex on a lot, but I can take my oldness and flex about how I was at some shows. Man. Yeah. I think it's shit. Well, it's Seven funny. Angels, Seven Plagues was only around till what, like 2000, 2001 or something? No, I saw Seven Angels, Seven Plagues with Zayo in 2001. Holy 2001. Shit. Give me a fucking break. Well, so like, I've seen Zayo like 12 times. Was that... When, cornerstone and where, shit. Where Fire and Blood Bring Rest era. How's, didn't Zayo just release uh, a new single? I think so. No. Like, they still play. They, yeah. they just did like a rig rundown and I was all into it and then I remembered they don't really use that much shit. They're I, just a sick band. I, yeah. so, I so want to <laughs> rip the thing like how they open that record where like he's whispering over the tom part but like I, I'll just sound Dude that's the most like god smack shit though. It's so, <laughs> like, it's so hard though. I, Yo, just, I just can't pull it It's off. funny though what you said about going to shows cause like I was just hanging out so um, our friend Nina she takes photos of us a lot. Uh, we were at her house and it was like a bunch of friends and they're all like I'm like the oldest person there and most of them are like 21-ish right? And I'm not that much older than them, but I, we were talking about shows, and I'm, like, listing off all these shows, and someone's like, damn, like, you were at, I, they're like, I thought I went to a lot of shows, and I'm like, it kind of just, like, adds up, and you don't yeah. realize when you're at a show, like, one day I'm going to talk about this, and it's, like, going to be the sickest right. thing I ever went to. I don't, I mean, like, I played with enough bands that I'm like, oh my god, I wish I was more into them then, like... The first time I ever saw Counterparts, and it's almost probably 20 times, I played with them in Portage in that bowling alley during a blizzard. Camelot Bowl? Yeah. So my band was set sail at the time. Counterparts 20 times? Almost. I don't think I've ever seen we went to We went to their CD release in Canada last two years ago. They're, uh, Damn, yeah, so like they've been... You're probably newfounds by close. A, I've seen a, uh, NFG like 18 times. No, it's like they've been my all-time favorite band, so like... Uh, they've I've only since they've been playing shows in Chicago I've only missed them twice I think um so that but to that point like we played this show in Portage um it was my old band set sale which is kind of like a I guess like an epilogue to they're kind of the 787p of Stolway you know like it's very similar music but we kind of I, I like what we're doing now of course but um but we, that was better no 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 no, <laughs> no I'm just joking you know, Stolway's best band around here <laughs> No, you guys all like Low Country better. Don't talk shit. I to said me. on the fucking. I know. I'm just. I'm just messing with you. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just messing with you. There's some bands from around here that I fucking like a lot. I'm just messing with you. But that show. Just we, make it uncomfortable. Yeah, we, 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 no, <laughs> I don't get uncomfortable. Trust no, me. Low, low Country are the most talented band to come out of this area. Uh, no, dude, Voltress. But, well, okay, respect. But I was like, as hey, if I can, you cut something out if I say it. That about this show like we, we played this show and and it was like one of those things where it's like i was into counterparts but they only had one record and they were like they were like a year older than me at the time right right oh well still i mean still are but like we're like kids and then it was like them and shy halud was the headliner and shy halud like, like is like our worship we're our shy halud worship Do you know band. what i saw in 2000 2000 okay shy halud with with chad with Gilbert's chad saying, was it awesome no, I was whack. Really? <laughs> well, I, I was like fucking 12 or some shit. So yeah. I'm like... Shai Hulud was at that Take Action Tour 2002. Yes, they were. Like, when I was 12, I only liked fucking like slick shoes and lag wagon. Yeah. And I saw that and I'm like... Shai Hulud to so, me is responsible for like pretty much all the bands that sound like Soulway sounds like. like if it wasn't the, for all them... All the Florida bands, honestly. Yeah, like Strong Arm and Shai Hulud. I like if, fucking like... Based on records, kind of shit. Yeah, because yeah. if it wasn't for that, oh, like everybody, so cool. everybody would, everybody would just sound like bulldoze, which is sick. But like, that's just the two on nine. Like, and I'm not again. This isn't me shit talking. You don't have to, you don't have to cut this out. <laughs> right. But there's like a huge, like there was like a hardcore like kind of revival 
where it was like straight hardcore and like slam and stuff. And now now hardcore is kind of just like more metalcore, like Vane and uh, uh, what's the other band um, that sounds like Vane? Kind of, they're sick though. That's out right now. No one really sounds like Vane. Um, they kind of do their own thing. And like from that scene though. Yeah. Sanction. Sanction and Vane. And like, I love Sanction. those bands are sick, but they sound more metalcore. Whereas like, but for before that, like a lot of these bands in the area, it was like hardcore, hardcore, and like that's sick too. But like, I think you need to have a mix. Because if everybody yeah. sounds the same, it's just like, who gives a fuck? And I think that's another thing that like I like about our band, your guys' band. You know, we play mixed bill shows, and it's sick. For sure. Yeah, the cool thing is is that even though there's only like five bands now in this area that play semi-regularly, they're, they all sound different, and they're all very cool. So Yeah, and they, and they all like fit. I, I think even though it's mixed genre shows, I think everybody sounds cool on a lineup together. Yeah, you know, it bring, it brings out a good crowd like and specifically our it. band and your band can jump on pretty much any show. Yeah. Well and like the thing to me I think that makes it cool is like we're fans of each other's bands because we all like different kinds of music. Like sure. like I was playing we put the last show we played was in Mishawaka a couple weeks ago and we played with um uh Spineless Heartless open on that show. Great band. And they're friends of ours too. But like, Spineless is a great band. Yeah, they had that kind of old, brand new kind of sound, yeah. which is sick. Like more pop punky though. Sure. And but they're really talented, and and probably more talented than they're their, new. They're, their songwriting. They're yeah. such a good band. Jo- Josh is just a, like a music. You know, he's uh, insane with music. The song they're about to put out, which I heard early because I was kind of doing artwork for a minute, but I'm a nice dog. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, that's me. Um, they dropped a shirt that I never saw. I saw it folded in a box, and I just saw like a corner of it. And Mike, Steve did that, didn't you? Yep, Helvetica. <laughs> Helvetica. I saw a square, and, and I saw Helvetica. I'm like, design weirdos. I bet he did, dude. But, we'll we'll have to do a whole uh, a, a podcast on on uh, Helvetica. Yeah, I'm Helvetica. sorry, I'm sorry, we're late because I want this podcast to be like five hours long. Chris is gonna tell me to shut up, but uh, no, keep going. But uh, keep going. What, what's keep, sick? But keep going. I'm gonna pee, but I'll yeah, you're fine. But what I was saying, what's sick is like we we play with them, and I'm all like, yo, like song like songwriting, like that's what I'm paying, like, and they sound really good live. But then we're playing, and then after that, Josh comes up to me, and he's talking, about, oh man, you guys tones match so good, blah, blah, blah. Like I think it's cool because. The one thing I didn't like growing up playing shows was like a lot of times there were no mixed bills and it, and people kind of didn't have beef but they were like standoffish like yeah. oh like like I was in a pop punk band and we were playing with like uh, more like the deathcore stuff and a lot of people wouldn't fuck with us yeah until um my do you remember seven eight nine who became yeah. corrupter so Jake was one of my good friends he like met me and was like I'm gonna put your band on shows. And we're like, cool. And we were like, it would be us and like four like deathcore bands. And we sounded kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it. Kind of like Newfound Glory. I okay. Guess, pop punk. Like pop punk. Like we <laughs> yeah. were yeah. chunky, like, you know, riffy, like whatever. We weren't like light, but we were pop punk. And they just, maybe like the Singy A Day to Remember songs. Mm-hmm. And like, they were just like, we're going to put you on. And it took a long time for people to fuck with us. So I think I learned early on, like, I don't want to be like that. Right. So, like, that's why, like, people might be like, oh, you're in a heavy band. It's like, yeah, but, like, I don't... Who gives a fuck? Right. Who, yeah. I... I the, that's one thing that... I hope you can, like, hear my pee through the mic. I heard, we heard you, like, slamming toilet lids and shit. What? I don't want to talk about toilets. You guys don't... Real quick, do you guys want to know how my day started today? Kinda. Sure. Let's go with it. Let's, I, was I think t- toilets are involved, so yeah. I'm hella curious. I was trying to listen to John Mayer. 
And as I flushed the toilet, one of my AirPods fell out and flushed down the toilet. Today. Oh, first no. world motherfucking problems. Like the most, so like, like the first, first like world. But wait, wait, wait. But AirPods Zero. don't fall out. Dude, it fell out. Dude, they just fall out. <laughs> Have you ever used an Apple headphones all right, at so, all? Yo, They're that's the worst. meme, isn't it? That's the meme. The AirPod users okay. always want to tell people about how they don't fall out. Yeah, but no, Mill Mil has waves now because he bought AirPods. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah. <laughs> So, like, mine normally don't fall out. The reason I bought them is because the Apple ones fit my head really good. Okay. I'm going to have more gin. But I got the weirdest I, ears ever? Yeah, no, I do. Like, they're Because, really like, the Apple headphones don't fit nobody. No, they fit me good. Like, look how weird my So, anyways. I think yours are tight. My, my, it, thanks, man. My like in-ears, when, when Stola gets on in-ears, they're just going to cut off two Apple, like, regular Apple ear, ear pods and put them in there. <laughs> We're all going to have waves. Yeah. It'll be sick. And, like, chains. Um, but, uh. uh <laughs> I lost my chain. I'm um, dude. My chain was dope. I mean, I just got my Jesus piece, like, you know. But anyways. Oh, respect. Maybe I ain't even talking to you. <laughs> but, uh, so, like, you know, that happened to me today, and I was just, like, it was one of those things where I was just, like, I was so bummed, but I couldn't even dwell on it. I'm like, you know what? I deserve this. And then I fucking. Dude, word. And then I just fucking, like, went and had a bowl of cereal. I was like, fuck. Well, realistically, too. Uh, Rice Krispie Treats. Oh, right. Rice Krispie Treats yeah. cereal? Dude, Ooh. not just the regular Rice Krispie uh, Treats. Yeah, treats. Just clusters of yeah. Dude, I'm on a diet. All that shit sounds so good. I'm, I can't, I'm I can't on a diet too, fire. but my one cheat food is like cereal. Well, see, if you could only eat one cereal ever again in your life, cookie oh, crisp. Think about it. Um, so no, waffle crisp. I said think you about it. You're just crisp? yelling out cereals. No, waffle crisp. Rice Krispie Treats is Do my favorite. Do they still make that? No, I don't think so. Rice Krispie no. Treats is my favorite, but um, you know what I've been eating a lot now is that Honeymade S'mores. Turn is that good? It's awesome. It's like Golden Grams with Cocoa Puffs and Marshmallows, <gasps> but it has like a s'more sprinkly flavor. Oh my god, it. it's so fucking good. But I do fuck. This racks is open. I do fuck. <laughs> I do. I do fuck with Captain Crunch because it doesn't get soggy. I was gonna say I. I think. But I it would... tears up the roof of your mouth. It does. It's like a week, like once a week. Yeah. Type I, of shit. Uh, you know, <laughs> can't eat that every here, day. Here's the deal. Life is pain, so you go with Crunch Berries. Okay. I honestly think I, no. Honestly, dude, though, chest hat. <laughs> Dad go, go with crunch Life berries. Go with crunch berries. <laughs> but no, no. In all just, dude, just crunch berries in big letters. Yeah, you know, one, one day, one day we're gonna be like a real big band, and people are gonna be digging this up to listen to us talk, and they're gonna be like, "What the fuck were they talking <laughs> crunch about?" Crunch berries. Cereal, bro. The explanation is that I'm drinking a, a Hall's cough drop right now. <laughs> Me and Steve have been putting a hurting on a decently large bottle of Costco gin. Yeah, Shout dude, out cunt. And I've been mixing it with the energizing black cherry. That bottle was, was very full when water. I uh, dude, dead ass's bottle was this full. I'm it was sorry. very full when you guys started. So, <laughs> but uh, do you know what's my number one cereal? Maybe food, not food. That's a huge fucking statement. Retract that shit. <laughs> you know my number one favorite cereal ever, no matter what. What Reese's motherfucking puffs. Reese's, are, Reese's that's, puffs. That's, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty good. I would also good. say honorable mention to uh, to Cookie Crisp, which I'm glad it's back because they pulled it for a while. They dude. did. It was like remember when Twinkies got pulled. Yeah, but that only lasted like a month, and yeah. people were buying them on eBay for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, because a box. Twinkies are fucking Christ-like. And then shit, they dude. came back like a couple months you later. You know what? I really liked. I mean, um, the Twinkies, the cast. It was a limited. <laughs> it was a limited edition cereal. <laughs> but uh, it was so insane, one, one of my favorite cereals ever. It was a. It was like called Cupcake Pebbles. What? And it Elaborate a lot. Did so, you yes. just both go, what? <laughs> yeah. So like, this is like probably. 
Yeah, it was like s- maybe like seven or eight years ago. Probably. Around probably, I probably ate it the day I went to that show that you were at at the Beat Kitchen, <laughs> uh, and it was like uh, it was Pebbles, and they're kind of like a vanilla y like birthday cake kind of flavor. Wait, did you say cupcake pebbles? Yeah, either cupcake. either cupcake it pebbles. Was, dude, it comes up like Google or, recognizes what it's like. A, it's a teal box, right? 100%, 100% yeah, it's got pebbles and bam bam on the front. Yeah, it's, it was so and, good, dude. They're just around this mondo ass cupcake, and when you dude, I never thought about pebbles and bam bam. Bodies like seventy percent head. Oh yeah, like some. Dude, but that's like that's like real kids, kids though. That's real those kids. Are, are, those are so like fucking good. Like Rugrats too, man. I I oh would I was fucking buying those up like crazy. Yeah, we have yeah. Uh, one of the first stickers we ever put out. It said "Get by." I have Indiana that. Had a picture of Fred Durst and said "India" or nineteen ninety nine Indiana rap metal. I have Holy that sticker. <laughs> It's not, yeah, but I didn't put it on my guitar because it didn't fit that. You know where my Get By sticker it's, is on my guitar. It's like up on the horn. It's on the. Yeah, yeah, that I have that. Too. It's got like the graffiti it, font. Oh, yeah, there's the rest of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it says y'all. But is Waffle Crisp. Indiana Red Metal established 1999, y'all. Is Waffle Crisp still a thing? No, remember a moment ago when we covered Yeah, them? I know, but no, I, I didn't know if, if we were official. That's I'm being like a dick about it. I could be fucking wrong, that's too. That's where we're, we're landing. Is not there any other breakfast anymore. food that you severely fuck with that's not cereal? French toast. Word. Um, hash browns. Hash browns. You know browns. what? Like, corn, beef, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm simple. Just I'm bacon and eggs, man. I'm a vegetarian, yeah. but I eat eggs and Same. seafood, so I'm like a pescatarian. Like I'm like a like a pescatarian sounds like a branch of Christianity. Well, you, a vegetarian. <laughs> That's kind of sick, my Vegetarians still eat eggs, right? Just not. no. Vegans don't eat eggs. Vegans don't. Eat yeah. Eggs, so basically, I, I just don't eat meat. But like, I fuck, besides meat, I fuck with everything breakfast. Yeah. Well, actually, this is gonna sound weird. Don't hate me. I don't love biscuits and gravy. What you mean? Well, okay, well, time out, time out. That makes sense, though, because no, if, you, don't. if yes, you ever had yes. biscuits and gravy? No, shut up for a second. Because if you don't eat meat, then the sausage gravy's out, so you just get that sawmill gravy that's just flour and pepper and cream and shit. Yeah. That's, that's not good. And, it's got to have sausage in it for it to be good biscuits it, and yeah, gravy. And Did they make, like, tofu crumble? Respect. I've had yes. vegan biscuits okay. and gravy Fair and enough. ground control. Fair enough. Yeah, so respect. like it's fire. Fair so enough. like when we have to play a show, I go to Taco Bell and get like everything sub beans, and I have to take a dude. Huge you shit get the the, uh, <laughs> the uh, one dollar potato taco. Uh, yeah, sometimes Steady, those are that. those are good, but like I really love um getting like something unhealthy and then just getting beans instead. So like getting like two like fucking chalupas <laughs> or gorditas or cheesy gordita crunch and fucking putting nacho cheese on top and going nuts. Mm. But I can't eat like that anymore because I'm trying to not be fat. I don't fuck with eggs in any way, shape, or form. I love eggs. Yeah, me I too. Eggs. I buy the I, I buy eggs. five dozen from Costco in a box. I cannot be. In this distance of someone eating a hard boiled egg, I have to leave the room. I used to hate hard boiled. I grew up hating hard boiled eggs. I just, I just start, I just started eating them like a year and a half ago, and now they're one of my. I, favorites. I think it's important that I do like eggs though, because I can't only have soy protein because it can fuck you up. So like, yeah. I eat soy and like tofu and stuff, but like, I like a lot of like, uh, like seitan is good, but like eggs, peanut butter, beans, you know, sh- you know, but like, I. I also think, like, if you prepare stuff the right way... God, this is turning into, like, Rachel Ray. Uh, if you, like, prepare stuff the <laughs> I like right this. way... I like, can go on, like, this all night. Like, <laughs> we would, like, experiment... Because he he's on the same diet as me. Yeah. Well, you know, he does, like, meat-wise. So, we were buying, like, B-dub sauces and making shit, and it oh. just tastes like you're at B-dubs. It's, like, just the sauce. It doesn't matter if it's... Am I, like, the only dude that doesn't fuck with eggs ever? Yeah, mm. the oh, only one in the world. I remember well, Andy Reid now. Like, what? Andy Reid's because he's vegan. We were, me and Greg <laughs> he's were Rachel Ray now. And I'm like, hey, dude, tell me something crazy about you. That most like that's nuts. And he's like, um, I had eggs, and I was who, like, Who said that? On me and Greg's first date, he goes, I oh, had oh, eggs, okay. and I'm like, 
meant to be. Like, you're like fucking. And I'm like, you know what? Meant to be. Fucking two. Three years later, that's I'm so like, cute. that's the only thing we got going on. We both hate <laughs> motherfucking eggs. I hey, mean, at least it's something. We'll always have eggs. And dude, like that's something we talk about super regularly. When people ask, like, you ever see like a fire ass looking omelet with like spinach and broccoli? Yeah, and, and I eat that shit. I'm like, I fucking want that. I'm like, it is all just a blanket of eggs, and that is and you're garbage for eating it. Someone asked me that recently, like, what's something like weird about yourself? And I, this is dead serious answer, but I was like, I have a Back to the Future two tattoo. <gasps> Where? Let me see it. It's, it's not like on your. No, it's, ass on my or something, right? no, it's on my leg. Okay, specifically Back to the Future two, and you'll see why. Oh, no shit. I don't recognize that, but I recognize the 30 blink tattoos. <laughs> I, see, I see the Power Rangers, yeah. too. Well, that's that's also, dude, those that lines, leg was tatted the Dude, fuck those up. lines are clean as fuck on that Thanks. thing. Yeah. Who did that? Kevin, you got that Kevin, much on your leg? Kevin Cole and Brolin. I actually, oh, Ke- I actually Kevin have Cole, no yeah. tattoos. Yeah, shout him out. Shout him out. Where, yeah, where's Kev- you? Kevin Cole, um, he uh, is an Umbrella Ink and Valpo. Umbrella Ink and Valpo? Most of all of my stuff, yeah. Make sure you, when we post this, make sure you tag him in the comments because yeah. that's that is nice line work, man. Thanks. Yeah, he did a bunch of. I'll show you guys later. Um, yeah, so yeah, I that's can, sick. Like, actually roll up. That's but sick. yeah, so like that's something weird about me because it's funny. I actually, I'm not a huge movie person. Like, I, I like do weird shit about everybody. This is fun. I like, <laughs> I, I, I like movies that like, fuck music. But, like, this is I, more fun. I have a really hard time. Like, you guys, I don't know. You guys love music too, so you'll probably relate to this. Sometimes it's hard to get into a newer band until you listen to it and you're like, alright, whatever. But when you like fuck with an album, you just like, yep, I can listen to the whole record front to back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I have a hard time getting myself to sit still to watch a movie. I, I don't Depending have that problem movie. at all. But really, when it comes to movies, I watch the same 10 movies. That's what I'm saying. That's like, problem. like, I've only seen 10 movies. See, well, my, I just want to watch problem. Seinfeld all the time. Yeah, so my problem like, is when I watch 10 minutes of a movie, I have to sit and watch the rest. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't is, stop I thinking about it until I watch the rest I watch 10 minutes of this movie, and I'm like, you know what? I've never seen this. But I'm not watching but it. But Back <laughs> to the Future is like my shit. And I just I've never seen back any of them. I'm just too lazy to... I have such a bad problem. Here's the deal. I'll go out of my way to look through a bunch of obscure bands, and it paid off in the end because it's like some of my favorite bands are like either before my time or just uh, like <sighs> bands that you know are a little under the radar, just never toured a lot. Mm-hmm. But with watching stuff, it's like my problem is it's like I have a, a giant list of shit I have to like watch, and then I'm just like, no. I'm just gonna watch the Wedding Singer and Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> and then you that's tweeted it. that Wedding Singer thing the other day, and I was so hyped. <laughs> me? Yeah. It wasn't. No, it was me. I, I, no, we were at this wedding. One of you said like, you see, I it, hate the bride, I hate oh, the groom, want to be miserable because that's what I am. And yeah. I was like, squad. I, I had, I had to, and I. Fun fact: Speaking of gin, I, I had nine of them without eating, and we didn't, oh. we didn't leave. Well, that's an issue. I didn't leave on my own legs. But, uh, you got different legs, like Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, they. Were, I've seen that movie. They, they were, yes. they, were, they, they replaced them. They're sick now. I actually, I'm shorter by five inches. Yeah, the other day he was seven foot tall. <laughs> now he's only six seven. Now I'm only six seven. Six foot. Seven I, had, I almost foot, said six foot, five. Man. Yeah, we were just watching Beetlejuice before you guys got five. here. I was, I was doing a little weird, bro. All right, so like, I was going to go on oh, record saying I don't dislike watching movies. Right. I just have an attention span problem. 
I, so I don't want people to come at me. Also, like, squad at at mil yeah. one at mil at mil one eighty two on Twitter. Don't Still. like fucking tweet me and be like, hey, fuck you. You don't like movies. Your when, name is Ape Dose Mill. dude. Yeah, <laughs> so clever. When I when I'm watching a movie is the only time I can shut my brain off throughout the day. I don't know why. That's the only time. It's because you quit drinking. Every <laughs> respect. Every every other time I'm it, no matter what I'm doing. I was today at, at work, for example. We have this thing that we're doing every morning called the the mindfulness challenge, where it's supposed to literally teach you to just shut your brain off and pay attention to the moment that's happening right in front of you. And as I'm watching this demonstration on how to shut my brain off, I'm thinking. Oh, what am I going to have for lunch today? And what am I going to have? What's, what's going to go on the that, podcast? Thanks to Larry. I'm thinking about glass jar right now. That sounds kind of bad. <laughs> that huge bang was me hitting this bottle of gin in the microphone. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> we both, oh, you it's know not what? a bottle. It's like a barrel of gin. It's a barrel of gin. <laughs> this ocean of gin. Because we don't have Chris's a- basement's flooded because they bought a bunch of bathtubs <laughs> to make moonshine like in The Simpsons. It's not flooded with all the, the solid weeks worth of rain. It's flooded from this ocean of gin <laughs> yeah, that me and Steve are start. crushing. London Dry Gin, Kirkland's signature. Respect. Uh, or what do you Kirk. call it? Kirk? Kirk. Kirk, dude. Um, Seco, dude, all day. <laughs> um, some background information. So, like, I bought I bought one of these Kickstarts because I had a bang earlier, and this is only 92 milligrams This caffeine. might be worse than the Low Country episode. <laughs> I filled up a little I, cup. I don't have to edit this, so every, this is going to be fine. A little bit. A little, a little one, a little chunk. Every time it's gotten halfway, I've, I've poured more gin, and I haven't gotten to three-fourths down yet, so... I uh, think you're doing just great. I think... Be- if I sound like an asshole and you never heard me talk before, it's it's I'm blaming the gin. So <coughs> blame Larry. No, Larry. Why? He's a, he's a grown ass man. Larry brings Respect. the worst out of everybody. <laughs> I love Larry. I think uh, I'm amazed. I, I don't think I ever like am around Larry and don't drink. This might be the first time. I remember uh, it's hard, it makes right? me sound like a horrific. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we just we just not, we just we just friends. run into each other at, sh- at shows, and that's what you do at shows is you, you drink. <laughs> Like you get to the show and you're like, okay, well, now what? I'm going to go get a so, drink. To All talk, right. uh, I don't know if we're still on a topic, but I was going to say that show that we played together the first time we played at Moose Lodge, um, we loaded in and we were like, yo, like we don't got to play for a while. Like, let's go scope out this bar. Like, I'm like, I didn't drive here. You know, whatever. And we got like, uh, I think I ordered, uh, uh, I ordered a shot of tequila and then Jake got a beer and Jimmy got like a Jack and Coke and it was like under 10 bucks. Really Dude, for real, bro, oh, yeah, yeah, we play a bar cheap. and like I get me, Greg, Steve and Mandy, I think, all a drink. And we all had some mixed drink, and nothing was well. It was all, like, yeah. name shit. And it was, like, $9. And I'm like, you know I ordered four drinks? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Wait, was this the, yeah. Val- was this the Valpo show? Yeah. yeah. You know, no, honestly, I got myself... That bar was free. I got myself a... <laughs> no, it really was. I got myself, like, a shot of JMO and a Space Dust, and it was, like, $5. I'm like, you're kidding me? Like, I drank a bunch you, of you go to, like, They like, had Space Dust there? Yeah, we were yeah. drinking three bucks. Or maybe two bucks. It, it was cheap. No, it was like two bucks. It was like yeah. five bucks for a shot of JMO and like an IPA. It's like you go to a restaurant that's like ten dollars. Easily more, yeah, if not more. Yeah, more. That's fire. So, let's go so there like, now. So like, where, let's so that there, show. Yeah. <clears throat> Who we, booked that show? Uh, uh, local sound. Local sound. So I have like, Ashley book it. Um, let's yeah, let's, let's uh, shout out let's, local sounds. Yeah, shout let's out local do it. Sounds. Me and Ashley's about to get an apartment together. So, um, y'all come over. Be tight. Yeah, it'll be sick. Me and me and Ashley talking about Jeremy Williams. Um, I can talk about Jeremy Williams here actually, but. Before I do, I just want to say that show we opened with Buried, and we used that sound clip for the clean guitar. I love that sound clip. Thank you. So we, we open with that, and normally we close with that. It gives us time to breathe because that song is just a haul to play. And I'm sitting there getting ready to play that fucking nah, 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 and I'm looking at Jake, and I'm like, is it warm in here, or did I drink like a lot of tequila? <laughs> like, 
So it was cool. Yeah, but Jeremy Williams, um, when you guys were talking about him, he was. Uh, it's funny. I had a friend who I was my first band that I was ever in that played shows. I was like 15 or 14. What was that band called? Your mom. Literally. Fucking so tired. Yeah. Are you kidding? No, 100%. We were, called, we were called Your Mom, and we sounded like some 41. Um, we were like a like a metalish pop punk band, like where we were really, Some 41. Yeah, like we were really riffy and had solos, but we were pop punk. It was sick. Um, and my friend Chris, he was like the other guitar player. He's one of those guys who like took lessons and was real good. So like I was like the singer, like rhythm player, and then he would like play solos. He was like brown sound of the band, you know. Yeah. And I was like the the Derek pre drugs, and uh, sure. pre Avril. Unfortunately, and uh, I fuck with Avril though. Yeah, yeah, you know Avril's sick. I love Avril. Is she a body double or what? No, what? no, she's alive. She's cool. Uh, but there's this is oh the internet. We, it was like it's like the Andrew WK one. Yeah, well, I've seen Andrew WK three times. It's always been the same. But guy. it may very well have been some other motherfucking dude. There's a school of people that think there's about forty five people. Same who same pizza guitar though. Dude, I was gonna uh, say so. so Andrew WK. I, I'm not knocking him. I, I I love Andrew WK, but like. Anybody could be that dude. Bull that, motherfucking shit. No, no, no. No, no, no. That guy writes these fucking beautiful orchestral melodies. I'm not saying anybody. I'm not sweet. saying anybody. Soaked and dripping in positivity. Hey, I, I don't mean that. I don't mean that like anybody can write that music. I mean the, the way he looks. Anybody well, could be that look dude. Anyone can look nasty. That's but what dude, I'm saying. He's amazing. That, well, that's what I'm saying. We're talking about body doubles. I'm saying the, the theory that there's multiple about Andrew triples, w- quadruples. Five. But, that's what I'm saying. Any. Who cares? I mean, he does yeah, say we I, do I what we point. like and we love what we're talking about we, his fucking dope ass band behind he, he him. He does say we do what we like and we like what we do, so maybe that's a little hidden. Like it's <laughs> true. It's like uh, hey, we're a bunch of people. Anyway, back to this but, thing uh, we were discussing yeah, a moment ago. So we we named the band Your Mom because we wanted to just print T-shirts that said I heart your mom. But we thought we'd make a bunch of money, and then we couldn't afford to get the T-shirts made, so oh, it never shit. happened. <laughs> Because we were 15, like, couldn't even get a job. 14, the next 15. day at work, when I have time, I'm going to run you some shirts that say, I heart your mom and just bring you, know, we, you we, got them now. We have a, yeah, no, dude, if you make those, like, that, oh, my God. So, uh, we did, like, a demo, and, like, we played a couple shows, and, like, the first show I ever played, like, that was, like, a real show. Like, we did, like, 10 Blink-182 covers and, like, one original, and then we covered Seek and Destroy by Metallica. Like, 100. Cover something. So, I, we've never covered a song. We're playing don't. a cover, but I'm not don't. telling you what yeah, it is. Don't blow I'll tell them later. Please we, tell me it's, uh... We're not. What the hell is that thrice song called? <laughs> I can I can tell you it's not thrice. Um, but uh, but uh, I wish it was. That was like my first. Uh, the reason I brought that up was just because that my friend Chris who was a guitar player in that band. His sister got married to Jeremy Williams, so he like came to my house and was like we were recording in like my Jeremy house. Williams like first time? like yeah like uh, Natalie I think yeah yeah yeah. So I don't know her that well, but Jeremy came to my house and was like helping us with like vocal stuff and whatever because we recorded on like a shitty like Tazcam sixteen track with some sure. kid and yeah, was, like, you know yeah. But Jeremy's like all right, sing it like this and like okay, I'm gonna like I was asking him for help, you know, because it's hard to sing. It's yeah. still hard to sing. So that was cool. Um, and he got us kind of involved in like. Just like knowing his name and being around and like listening to his music was cool because then we were like, oh, we can go see these bands and then be like, yo, like we like Jeremy Williams. Okay, check out Asteria. Check out Oceans Over Airplanes. Check mm-hmm. out whatever. And then I became friends with like <coughs> a lot of these other bands because of that. Like, you know, Tony hit me up the other day, actually. So I'm going to go uh, do some stuff with him soon, I think. Right. Yeah. So like I, it's cool. Like that's kind of my point was is just like going back to being older and just being like you just still do it you don't give a shit like it's not like it used to be so this is the hardest era to be making money for music 
Yeah. I don't want to make money when I play music. I mean, I would love to, no, 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 love but to I make mean, money while playing but music, but it, I just want to like hang out with my friends I, and get sweaty. It, I agree. It would be That's nice. It would be nice if it didn't cost you to be in a band, though, because um, you to pay and, for and your recording and everything and not make I'm any of it back. Well, like, let me say this though. Like, what I mean by that is. I there's no, there's no pop filter. Right? Oh, I don't need that. I guess condenser. But let's say like I I'm probably spitting into this fucking mic. That's alright. Um, That's so, Andrew's mic. Oh, respect. <laughs> so um, I like I didn't mean it like oh I need to make a bunch of money, but like it's hard when you have to get older and balance work and family and oh, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But it is nice if your hobby pays for itself at least. So that's yes. what I try to do with merch and whatever. But you know it's like. It's a lot of fun to do still, too. And I think a lot of people, what, the reason they get weeded out, like, yeah, they, they they get to be like... And I'm not talking about when they get old. I'm talking about when they're like 18. They stop playing. It's not because they have... You know, you're 18. You don't have fucking the kind of bills you do when you're 20. You know, right. And but, when, like, when you're 16 and you're in this band with your buddies, you guys practice every fucking day. Right. But I think people just get... They, they find out that it, they did it because that's what you did and they don't actually care. And because, because of how weird, like... Uh, always kind of path was like i i actually never had that so like i just wrote songs and recorded from when i was 17 until i didn't play a show until i was 20 oh no shit yeah i'm 23 i think i think chris and steve are like 10 years (laughs) i think you graduated in 2004 you said yeah i'm 33 so he's four yeah cool i'm already decrepit and i don't get out of bed 33 dude once you turn 21 they're not even that. Once you turn like nineteen, it's like okay, well, I am old and it's not. Getting yeah, but at any least better. at least when you turn twenty one though, it's cool because you're like I can drink or buy booze, and then after like six months, you're like this sucks. Like oh man, booze is really fucking expensive actually, and I hate it. <clears> but I'm gonna buy it anyway. And I feel like shit after I drink too much. Yep. And then when you buy cheap booze, it's like well, this sucks. Yeah, and then when you get old and you're like fuck, I can only buy cheap booze because I have other <laughs> things to pay for. Yeah. Fuck this, and it it never gets better. I'm only gonna. I'm only going to drink Twisted Tea by the time I'm like 26. You know what, though? Bringing up the point where it's like if it wouldn't cost you to be in a band is a good point. Because I do put a lot of, not just money, but I put a lot of time into my band for someone who works. And and it's like I'm always like trying to book shows, trying to get rehearsals and songwriting done and trying to get merch designs. I mean, you guys, I buy gear all the time because I'm an idiot. Like, but yeah. but it's nice. You get thank you. You guys always back the band too. Thanks. You guys spent too much money on our merch, so I appreciate it. Um, I fuck with worth your merch. it. Yeah, no, well, we appreciate. it. Not only like, not only do we love your band, but you you have sick merch. Thank too, you. So. Thank thanks. you. That's the yeah. Thanks. I'm wearing. I will often see a stalwart shirt and be like, I don't know if I did that or if Steve did that. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, a good thing, and that's cool. I, yeah. At the same time, though, it's like not that we're like we're not derivative of each other, but it's like. I notice now, especially, tons of bands are on like the same kind of trend, and I'm like, okay, if Helvetica is the trend, Papyrus, yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh my god, let's go to Wingdings. I printed the shirt today that yeah. had, it said Hustler, biggest fuck, the whole front of the shirt <laughs> Papyrus, and this company, it's like, so, I, just, I forget what it was called, that was it was fucking a couple just, letters. I just want to say, like, I, I wake up in the morning and like. Usually it's like okay, I'm gonna put my AirPods in and listen to John Mayer first. I can't do that anymore. Second thing is always like I can't wait to see what Larry has to print today because <laughs> like sometimes it's really sick and sometimes it's hilarious. To me, so like it's weird. I oh thank you dudes. by the way. Today's screen printing day. It is screen printing. So day. thank yeah, you, Larry. Respect. Well, thank you. Um, the guy who printed your thank hoodie you, that you're wearing currently. His name is Mike, and he is modest dope. merch. If you need any merch and you're in a band or any other kind of organization, hit him up. 
Modest merch. Mike, Mike, Modest is, merch. Mike is Mike is sick. We're I, not sponsored by them. We just, yeah. we just really like their work. Well, yeah, we, when we shout dude. people out, like we pay for that. I just like we want to shout him out because he's sick and like he's very sick. I think like people don't realize too, like when you get involved in this kind of music and culture, a lot of times you don't end up being in a band, but you end up doing other things. I mean, look at it right now, like you guys are running a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Mike was in bands and stuff. He's doing merch. It's like you end up, and I was telling him this the other day, it's like you kind of get stuck in that world in some part of your life. And it's cool, though, because you still have you help each other out. And It's, it's because punk rock is a family-based community, and it will always Absolutely. be no matter what you're doing. And that's I, I kind of always reflect back on that. Like I tell people, like, hardcore, metalcore, and punk, and all this stuff, and pop punk, where it's not about, like, a lot of, you know, whatever people pin it to be about fighting, pizza, I don't know. Like, <laughs> pop punk was about pizza for a minute. When did that happen? Pop punk being about pizza? 2012. Tum- tumbler, tumbler. 2012. <laughs> Is it because that, that dipshit on YouTube? Probably. Know. Fuck that motherfucker. I, I, think, I miss Tumblr, though. Yeah, Tumblr was sick. Well, they, when they took away porn, it, <laughs> it was took the, like, like, the fucking naked people off Tumblr? Pornhub's about to buy Tumblr. And <laughs> I saw that for real today. Pornhub's trying to buy Tom Board to put all the fucking back on Tom Board, which is like, dude, if dope. Tom uh, Hub. I'm still. I'm st- <laughs> Tom Hub. Yeah, I, I'm still in the far reaches of Tumblr for uh, shit that isn't released yet. Basically, before lyrics or like shit for my uh, my other project, they're out. It's uh, it's in an obscure blog with three followers, just because yeah, I need the gratification of putting it. You out got another project. Your loss. That's, you're, no, I saw it's, you. It's not music, it, but it's like it's a project. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's just words. That's dope. So if I may plug, if I may plug it real quick, I wasn't plug I wasn't whatever planning, you want. I wasn't planning on doing this, but the London Dry Gin got to me. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, daily haikus that I post every month, and then every now and then I'll have a guest on, and I cut the Y out, so it's our loss. So I just posted one today, which is May second, with my friend Grant, and it's. Photos and words. So. Sorry about your loss. <laughs> Sorry for your loss. It's your loss. Your loss. Thanks. All right. Well, we'll make sure, like I said, when we post this, which this should get posted tomorrow. Oh, fuck. Just tag, tag stuff in the comments. Do you have any other shit, like projects or anything that people don't know about that you're doing? Mill's working on something, but... I yeah I'll 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 post more about that right now because it's kind of in it's just I've been writing songs on my own that aren't stole away okay so I just want to release some stuff is it that one thing that I talked about doing a design for and never did probably mm, it might be go ahead goal huh go ahead goal it was a hockey based yeah thing. no sorry that, that was just, <laughs> no that's fine that was no that was just like a a band I used that band name in the past but like it was for one of my other bands I had a band that was uh, a pop punk band and. After our initial run, we would play random shows and we'd always like bill us as a different name to be funny. <laughs> so like we, I like that. Yeah. So like we were go ahead goal once, but I, I like that name. And then I think once we were like, uh, we changed it to Spark Fires, and then we were like Pizza Planet, and we were just like a bunch of different names. But that was because we would just do like one offs every now and then, because like, you know, people would move away and like right. whatever, and then we'd do like a reunion every now and then. But nobody gave a shit, so we just had to make a joke out of it. Because like, it wasn't sure. like, oh, reunion show, people are going to come. Like, nobody gives a fuck. But like, I give a fuck, so. True. But yeah, um, <coughs> I, I don't know. I'm sorry I keep getting off topic. I, pr- I probably should be answering more questions about my band no. than about Cereal. Uh, th- no, th- we, no, this is fun. Realistically, so... Of, of course, we wanted to talk about your band because your band is sick, and thank you. We we love you guys, and we want you to get. I, I mean, we don't have a huge audience, but we hope that somebody 
hears you guys off this episode and, and maybe you'll get another yeah, another it, follower on spotify or something out of it I appreciate but because you guys you guys deserve it I appreciate um it. but this was also just about having fun and shooting the shit so that's i mean this this wasn't just just plugging the band so we're, we're cool this this whole conversation has been a lot of fun this, this conversation is like if you recorded us talking at any time yeah like, and that's like that's what after the that's low country show for, me really. and mill hung out in the back room of franklin house where the, all, all the arcade games are Mm-hmm. And did this for like an hour. <laughs> we, talked about, we talked about Tom DeLonge. Oh, really quick. Can I just say that Angels and Airways is going on tour and they're playing House I of Blues? And like, I like two I, Angels and Airways records and I'll give a fuck about the rest. I, I agree. The first two. Uh, the second album has the Anthem Part 2 riff in it. Yeah, yeah. No, it does. Yeah. No, but Tom's admitted that. But I just want to say they're playing like right before my birthday. So I want to go and just. just What's your birthday? September 24th. My birthday is like a week before yours. Really? September 17th. Oh, exactly one week. So in uh, halfway between those, we are going to have a birthday show. A birthday show. party show? A, or party, whatever. <clears throat> At, with Angels and Airwaves. Or, <laughs> Angels and Airwaves and cereal. That cupcake cereal. Yes. That's Dude, just going to be tight. You guys don't understand how good it was. I'll find it on eBay. It'll probably be schedule. Like. <laughs> so we're we're running a bit long, so we yeah. got we got to wrap this up. Is there anything like... Any closing thoughts you guys want to? I, I want to say, um, if you actually listen to this for our band, uh, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Music and all that bullshit. Um, thank you if you listen to our band or support our band in any way. And if you don't, that's cool too. Just like buy me cereal. Yeah, and if you if you listen to Stolaway, thank you. If you read Your Loss, thanks, because it's just me complaining. Uh, and uh, if you follow any of our other stuff. I, I just want to say it. thanks to you guys for having us because Thank we don't really have anything interesting to talk about. Yeah, this no, this was, was fun, man. This was we, a good episode. This was one of the more yeah. fun podcasts, yeah. like either hosting or guesting. Yeah. We we came into it knowing it's like, well, we're going to talk about mid-2000s metalcore. It's <laughs> so. perfect. And I could go on with that all day. But, right. but Ashley's going to listen to this tomorrow and be like, why did he just invite them yeah. over? <laughs> we... we uh, you don't even have a place yet. You invited them over already. I'll just put it out there now because I've been saying it for two years. Our record's called Outer Heaven, and we plan on having it out some point this year. So look out for that. Okay. We so, have a record coming out this year, too, but I'm not telling you what it it's don't, called. It, we're not here to plug our stuff right now. You can't. So, listen or to get your by. stuff. Yeah, we're not plugging to, your stuff. Don't listen to Stolway. Listen to Goodbye. <clears throat> get by or die. But, get by or die. Chris drink, Plant or die. And drink gin. But, okay. So, that is a, a die. Drink gin or die and get by or die are synonymous. <laughs> so, like they said, check out Stolaway. Uh, we're going to close this out with uh, the track that we clipped at the beginning. This is called Falling Through Space. This is off of their release from last year, also titled Falling Through Space. Uh, so, thanks for checking us out. Thanks for checking them out. As always, uh, journeyintocomics.com for all of your podcasting needs. There's content every day of the week. Uh, they got a bunch of good shows. Uh, Nate's Nate's a cool dude, so check out cool check dude. out all of his content, uh, and subscribe to the, to the Patreon if you if you feel so inclined. It's only a couple bucks a month, uh, keeps the network going. So, thanks everybody. See you later. Peace. Bye, bye, bye.